to the dude to kick it out. I'm about to come along your dude and then I lick it out. Mean something so funny when it gets out. Like a play with it, squeeze it like a stress vest. You say you like to hear the sound, let me slurp. Turn off his phone, cause them hoes keep chirping. Tell me that I got the fattest pussy in the whole world. And if I let them eat it, I can. Another episode of Shit Siren Says, starring me, your girl, Siren. And let me apologize to y'all, okay? This season of Shit Siren Says has been like. I don't, it's just been sucking a bag of dicks and clits, okay? And I mean, sucking dicks and clits is fun, but I don't mean that in a good way right now. It's just been stressful this time, this go around, this fucking season. I'm losing my fucking words already. But um, my goal this season was to do purely video, especially with Spotify and Anchor, um, supporting that kind of content and be able to post it as well on IGTV. And bitch, that did not motherfucking happen. As you all see, I have not posted no more IGTV videos, no more Spotify videos. Everything has been purely audio. Which audio is great, that's fine. But for a bitch like me, for a bitch like Siren, Siren likes to show y'all the hand motions, okay? I like to be moving around, walking around. And now I'm just sitting on my fucking ass recording. <laughs> I fucking like it. Um... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it because I can still be able to do the podcast and do the show. But it's just frustrating because that was my goal. And that's what a lot of people prefer anyways. A lot of people said they enjoyed the video um, overall. And I like giving y'all that motherfucking option. Because, I mean, y'all bitches deserve options. Do y'all not? But anyways, let's get the fuck into it. So, mind you, the topic that I'm doing today. Bro, I tried to record like two, three weeks ago. And... It was hell on fucking earth. Like it took, I tried to record an episode five times in a fucking row. Ended up sitting in my chair and I just started crying. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so today is going to be a good motherfucking day for me and y'all as well. So let's get the fuck into it because we were talking about body counts. Okay. And mind you, the reason that I was going to do this a couple weeks ago when it was motherfucking relevant. Re- relevant oh my fucking gosh relevant is because i know oh bitch see i'm so motherfucking behind a little while's wiles and ways ways back see how motherfucking behind the bitch is okay little dirk dirkio world okay and mind y'all this is not dirkio hate because i really don't fucking listen to little dirk okay and i really don't i just this new age rap is cool for when you're in the club shaking ass clapping cheeks a body yada 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 you know all that motherfucking shit but past that in my normal day-to-day i am not a huge rap listen listen to her i was gonna say listen to her don't make no motherfucking sense um i'm not a huge rap listener like that nor when it comes to like these rap celebrities and what may have you influencers i really do not keep up that that damn hard so a big story that came out way way motherfucking back y'all can y'all can shame me for being behind was little dirk went on a podcast and he was discussing why he loved his fiance yes i'm pretty sure she is his current fiance the girl india okay so he said some beautiful endearing things about her i am not shaming that but the big topic that was all over the motherfucking internet was about him saying that he also loved, like, chose her, loved her, what may have you. And yes, bitch, before anybody try to go off on me, 
I fucking listened to it. I watched it. Okay. I watched the fucking episode. <laughs> he talked about because she had a low body count. Now, mind y'all, I was one of them people because though I don't really listen to Lil Dirk, I do know that Lil Dirk got six fucking kids with multiple baby mamas. I think like five or four. It, either way, he got a high ass body count. Not even just a body count. He got motherfucking evidence. He got extra motherfucking bodies. Not only did you fuck bitches, you created clothes of your motherfucking self. So you look, you focused on body counts, but you got six motherfucking kids. And I, I'm not going, I'm, I assume that you have had more than five fucking partners in your life. I mean, I am making an assumption. So, you know, you know what they say about assumptions, y'all making assumptions, making ass out of you and me. Okay. But, um, it really started up the internet. And the part that pissed me off is. Number one, there were a lot of men like, yeah, that's fucking right. She got to have a low ass body count. And it made me think really hard and long on why does our society operate like that? Okay, I'm just going to focus on the U.S. of motherfucking A. That the U.S. is a very, very weird country in the fact that on a societal and political standpoint, we make sex very, very taboo. However, in a media standpoint, when it comes to us, selling products and advertisements and pop culture and things like that sex sales we push it we promote it so that you know that kind of shocks me as a society that we're like that um and with the body count thing high body counts for men are not a fucking thing nobody cares because we always use the quotes boys will be boys and that girls we promote this being chaste and pure and holy but we all know from research and time and experience that women are sexual creatures just like men fucking are. We all are sexual creatures. Okay, I'm going to need y'all to pull out the motherfucking Maslow's hierarchy of needs, bitch, and see sex on the bottom. It didn't say this to hierarchy of needs for niggas and this one for bitches. It's not split like that. It's for every motherfucking body. So we are all sexual cre creatures except, you know, respect to my asexual people. I got y'all but um you know for everybody else that is a natural need and there's nothing wrong with it and honestly y'all how fucking old are we like I remember in high school when people was talking about body counts but as grown ass fucking people the main things that we need to focus on with people are STD and STI status and practicing safe sex and that is one thing like in our society and I'm especially use black culture and black community <clears throat> there is heavy slut shaming and a big emphasis on making sex this taboo and dirty thing instead of giving people the resources that they need. Now, I am going to bring up my favorite argument that people, some people don't like to hear, but some people do. Virginity is a social construct. Let me say it one more fucking time. Virginity is a social construct. It's interesting because in preparation for this episode, because Lord, y'all, <laughs> I've been prepping for episodes for the pod four months like in the off time of it between season one and now this current season season two i was doing a little research and just you know writing down topics and trying to like just accumulate sources okay because bitches be ready to tussle with me all the fucking time and i'm gonna just put this out to y'all come ready to the fight because a lot of y'all motherfuckers who have tried to argue me in the past and this is a true story i've had a few people literally tell me oh what you mean sources my fucking mind is a source i know this shit 
what the fuck you don't know what a motherfucking credible source is people be pissing me the fuck off like did you attend school at one point and i get the united states school system ain't the best fucking system but come on now you know what the fuck a credible source is versus your motherfucking opinion fuck off <laughs> anyways let me get back on topic so yeah in preparation for this i did a lot of research on the history of virginity um you know looking back in society as to why we have this like fixation on women and their purity and morality and y'all so i read this book called the purity myth by jessica valenti it's a really good book um really good book it goes like back into the history of you know purity and keeping yourself chaste and um you know just really looks at like current like current trends not too super current that's the only thing i did not like about this book is that it is in the earlier part of the 2000s and that's the only thing that kind of made me like eh, i like the book but i you know for me i like sources within the last five years that's just a personal preference um but it did look at you know like different things like our society and how like i said earlier we promote sex when we're in the media and advertisement but on another standpoint we demonize it and we don't provide you know younger adolescent children with the education they need to prepare themselves for these real world issues and things that they might encounter um so when it came to virginity there's a little snippet and i looked all over the fucking internet google scholar i mean i was listen elsevier all them little databases and shit i was working my ass off trying to find a medical definition and in this book there was a young lady that jessica knew who ran a sex hotline for teenagers to get you know information and she was saying how teens were calling all the time asking that age-old question will i just suck some dick am i still a virgin will i just got it up the ass am i still a virgin and the lady said you know, I never could give them a straight answer. So one day she went to the Harvard Medical Library and she thought in her head, this is motherfucking Harvard. Okay, this is Harvard. Okay, dime ass bitches of the universities. That didn't make no motherfucking sense, but you get what the fuck I'm saying. It's fucking Harvard. So she's scowling through their library for hours and days and she could not find a medical book with a actual definition of virginity none so do y'all want to know where the fuck the concept of virginity actually comes from it comes from back in the dizzy okay before we had quest diagnostics maury do jerry springer do paternity tests i don't even fucking remember whatever y'all know them fucking ratchet ass shows that do paternity tests and just that you can get a paternity test almost anywhere now okay well back in the old and golden days I don't know if they was motherfucking golden, but you know what the fuck I'm saying. They did not have turning tests, okay? So if you was fucking Becky four shacks down and Becky like, oops, bitch, I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh, this your baby. Listen, if you already know that Becky, she fucked you. But you also remember two months back, she was also fucking your neighbor to the right of you 10 shacks down. Bobby, that may not be your motherfucking baby. So that is what virginity was originally used for. It was used because, you know, niggas in the village was like, bitch, that ain't my motherfucking baby. And she's like, that's your motherfucking baby. You was the only one I've been with. Like, bitch, you was with Bobby 10 shacks down. That's why it was used. Because it was easier if, okay, woman never had sex. And we know she only been fucking, you know, um, just J Joseph in the next door shack. 
Okay, then, bitch, Joseph obviously got to be the baby daddy because she ain't never gave this pussy to nobody else. That's literally what it was for. It was just olden days paternity tests. Nothing less, nothing fucking more. Um, people just over time got fixated on it. Like in um, Roman, like in the Roman society, they had the Vestal Virgins, which basically, y'all, was a freaky little cult based around this thing called the Vestal motherfucking flame. And like their emperor was so obsessed with the flame. He like used to say like, oh, if the if the flame goes out or it start, you know, flaming and doing little weird shit, like basically that meant that the Vestal Virgins, which Vestal Virgins were kind of like equivalent to catholic nuns except for the fact that they were virgins who guard this dumbass flame sorry rest in peace to the emperor who believed in it but nigga a fucking flame flames be going out all the motherfucking time so the vestal virgins like they were picked when they were young girls but they had to remain virgins y'all because if it was found out or even thought that they had sex like for example like i said if that motherfucking flame went out bitch oh someone was gonna pay it did not matter if they could prove it or not because in reality if y'all didn't fucking know this there really is no way to prove that someone is not a quote unquote virgin and please no one better fucking say hymens because if you if you saying that shit i'm really gonna think in my head that you probably are a little too young to listen to this show because a woman's hymen can break from a multitude of things besides sex and there are some women who are born with a broken hymen already so please 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 don't even be in your fucking head like her hymen is broken nigga her hymen could have broke from riding the fucking bike up the street please don't fucking start anyways so yeah they could like if anything happened with these, this flame it was automatically assumed like yo one of y'all best of virgins been out here fucking no we haven't i don't fucking care one of y'all hoes been fucking because why this motherfucking flame out and basically like the punishments for the best of virgins if they were thought to have lost their virginity were fucking wild like they would bury these hoes alive and i'm not calling them hoes to be offensive i'm just saying a fucking hoes because that's how i talk but yes, they would bury these hoes alive. They would torture the fuck out of them if they thought they had sex. So torture and motherfucking kill them, okay? Pretty shitty. Um, eventually over time, like the Vestal Virgin thing was literally considered a call and the Roman I don't know, the Roman government outlawed that fucking shit. But the only benefit, like the main benefits as to why people wanted to be Vestal Virgins was because that Vestal Virgins were granted rights in that Roman society that regular women were not. See, regular women were basically like properties of their husbands. They couldn't own shit. They couldn't work. All they could do is just stay at home, fuck, and raise the fucking kids. That's it. They had no money. If they decided to leave their husband, good fucking luck, ho, because you ain't got no money, no property, no nothing. But the Vestal Virgins, however, they got paid by the Roman government. Listen, they could own land. Excuse me. Who almost had to burp. They could own land. And once they retired, you know, they could start fucking. But they also still got paid and also got their motherfucking land. So, like, it was pretty lit. Except for the fact that you get tortured if you was even thought to have had sex. Like, if you had pop, if we think you popped that coochie, bitch, you dead. <laughs> so, you know over time we also get into people who were obsessed with mary so it was called like maryology and people like were obsessed with that so like they would worship mary which pretty fucking interesting because you know how people who are christians like get so gung-ho on people like oh y'all manifesting and and having crystals and worshiping crystals uh can you talk about these niggas back in the day who was worshiping mary hmm but I digress. 
So people, yeah, were worshiping Mary because they they felt that since, you know, she had a baby and was a virgin, she had to be the connection between the holy and the earth realm. Like dead ass niggas was worshiping her. I mean, look at the rosaries. Look at how Catholic people still uphold Mary to this day. I mean, not going to lie. They love Mary more than it seems like they love the Lord. But that's another conversation. I'm not judging. However, again, I am not judging. So then, like I said, we get to current times now. And don't get it twisted, however, y'all. Y'all can look back in history. Sex been popping. Sex been around. People been doing hella freaky shit. I just tuned into this new um, podcast and I should tag I should tag the name of it in the episode description because I really want y'all to listen to it. It's an erotic podcast and the format is beautiful. It's so different. It's almost like erotic spoken word. Y'all will fucking love it. So shout out to her. But um, she was talking about how in the ancient Egyptian days and the medieval times, bitch face sitting was a big thing. Like royal women was riding that fucking face. Okay. They was fucking the face. They would be... um. And royal ceremonies sitting on a nigga's face. So sex been popping. There's so much freaky shit that has been happening in history. It's just that on a social societal level, we still treat sex as this very taboo thing. And getting back to current times, bitch, where I was supposed to be motherfucking going, okay, get your asses back in the time machine. We're not done talking. You know, especially in America, there is so much money till this day still put into abstinence training, which years and years and statistically has been proven not to fucking work. And I know a lot of people are on that borderline of, oh, you know, the school shouldn't be teaching kids about sex and things like that. But let's be very real. And I'm just, like I said, I want to speak from a person who is black and in the black community. A lot of us know how the black community and I can't speak for nobody else I'm sorry I'm I'm black <laughs> so this is how I grew up um we know a common thing especially in the black community since a lot of people in the black community are Christian Baptist days what may have you heavy in the church sex is always looked down upon and it's not talked about when we are talking about it half the time is slut shaming there are so many women and I'm gonna talk about men in a second, but not yet. So many women who grow up and are slut shamed, the term fast. Ooh, baby, we all familiar with that motherfucking term. Oh, you gonna grow up to be fast. Oh, she, like, it could be a young girl and you know, kids, body, body shape changes. You'll be a pencil one day and then you'll have extra thighs, extra tummy. It's just being a child. But you'll have those people, oh, she getting thick. She gonna be fast. You gonna need to keep a gun. And it's fucking gross. Okay, let me, first of all, let me put that out there. I get that those adults and current adults, because some of y'all still to this day in this fucking generation still do that nasty shit. First of all, stop sexualizing children. That's number one. Number two, children cannot help their body development. That's something that they cannot change. But I know some people feel like their intent is good, like they're trying to, steer the children away from making bad decisions but at the end of the day all you're doing is fucking shaming them making them feel uncomfortable with their body and again not providing the needed education about something that naturally might occur in life that they might be faced with that is wrong besides the fact that you're sexualizing children i fucking cannot stand it and on the male end it's kind of weird and gross this is not happening in everybody's households but a lot of people have had this experience men are more so encouraged like, chill, like, I don't understand how people tell children, ooh, 
look at him he like for example somebody told me like a baby oh look at the baby he looking at her tatas oh he gonna be a little flirt when he get older why the fuck are y'all saying that fucking shit about children it's gross it's nasty and if y'all don't know about piaget and his work or freud i suggest y'all read it they both have like developmental stages in people's lives and across the board y'all i want to like put this out there children between like that kindergarten to like prior to middle school age developmentally their mind is not thinking about those things that is not their focus don't get me wrong i just had this conversation with somebody else the other day toddlers now they are notorious for exploring themselves i'm gonna leave it at that but developmentally wise past that they have no interest in sex so please please stop sexualizing children please stop putting that in their brain and in their mind the most that we should provide for children at that age is just educating them about anatomy in case god forbid someone hurts or harms them or a friend or family member just so they can advocate and speak up for themselves that is all please do not sexualize children you guys i feel like that causes more harm than it does good and then when this one that gets to those ages where it is appropriate to talk about certain things, make sure they are educated properly and not shamed about a very a, a, a natural human activity. Provide them the information so they can make smart choices. Sorry, I had to go on my high horse for that. Um, oh, bitch. Excuse me. But yeah, there is so much, so much tabooness put around sex. But like I said, we're in a conflicted society where we're exposed to it in the media and advertisement every day. And then we get into body counts. So like I said, it's, I feel like tabooness in a patriarchal society really influences that thinking. Because at the end of the day, y'all, like I said, grow the fuck up. I'm not saying that you got to get increase your body count off of this conversation. But what I'm saying is you do what's best for you and practice sex safely. That is all. I'm sorry to say it. But as a whole ass grown man, number one, I don't respect that he would even be talking about that personal information with a group of niggas. That just sounds inappropriate. And again, that shows that sex is not used as a as a pleasurable. It's not being looked at as pleasure. It's looked at being a tool of ownership. Yeah, she ain't got no X amount of bodies, but I got her. So that's my pussy. That's my it's and it's not about that. I really wish that we would look at sex as the pleasurable human activity it is instead of this act of taking or owning somebody because that's not at all what it is unless you are in that realm and that is your desire or kink or your fantasy and you and another consenting adult have discussed that and you guys are playing that out two different fucking ball games but now we use the body count thing to slut shame people for what and i asked this question episodes ago why the fuck are other grown consenting adults giving a fuck about the private life of other consenting adults? That might not be your lifestyle, but at the end of the day, someone's sexual behavior does not deem their morality. Because trust and believe, we know a lot of motherfuckers who go to church and be on their knees every fucking Sunday and every fucking day. And they are shitty ass people. And that's not even based off sex. That's based off how they treat people in the fucking world or the shit they do. We see people working in the church every fucking day and they touching kids and shit but you mad at the grown-ass adult across the street who got a high body count for what that could be the nicest person in the fucking world again sexual behavior and activity as long as you're doing it with consenting adults and not hurting and harming anybody who's not consenting or an animal 
doesn't fucking classify you as a bad person. Please get that shit out of your fucking head. How? Sorry, y'all. I had to. It, it just fires me up because it's the dumbest thing. Like, someone sent me a podcast episode recently, and it was um Superhead, Corinne Stephens. And I don't know who she was talking to, but she was talking to somebody about, you know, how men, they don't like the hoes. Well, <laughs> let me take that back because, hold on, we talked about Freud early, and I'm going to tap into the virgin whore dogma. So this is a study that Fru- Fru- Sigma Fruit doing. As much as I tell y'all, like, yeah, I like Fruit, Freud, Fruit, whatever. At the same time, the nigga was fucking crazy, and he did have some problematic um, views and theories. But Fruit does have some really good information. But the Madonna whore dogma, or virgin whore dogma as it's called, is a really good one about how men, not all, but some men place women into two baskets. Either she's the pure virgin, the good girl, or she is the whore. Now, they like both. Don't get this fucking twisted. Because they want to be with the virgin, but they desire the whore. Okay, so don't get it twisted. But... Anyways, to go back to my main point, Corinne Stephens was having a conversation about how, you know, like some men need to actually marry the fucking quote unquote hoe. And reason being is because you'll have a man. Okay, we're going to use the virgin whore dogma here. You'll have a guy and he's been out living his best life. Okay, he's been out hoeing it up. He he got bodies on bodies. Okay, bodies on bodies on motherfucking bodies. Let's say we're not going to use Durkio. We're going to use... Uh, Darnell. Darnell has been out here living his best motherfucking life. Um, he fucking and sucking. He got seven kids now. Okay. But now he is looking for a wife and not just any wife. He wants that one with the virgin appeal. She's a moral good woman. Her body count. We're going to say that she only has had like two partners in life, maybe one. So he meets Sally, the virgin. And, um, Things are great. Sally's a great girl. But then him and Sally get married and they're going to start fucking and sucking. And he like, oh, I want to try this. I want to tie you up. I'm trying to fuck you up the ass. I'm trying to do all this crazy shit. And Sally is like, oh my gosh, no. What the fuck? Like, what what the hell is wrong with you? We're not doing all that. Uh-uh, no. I'm not, I'm not down for that. So now, Dorel, Darnell, whatever the fuck I named this nigga, um, he's bored. He's bored. And now he has decided, well, to meet those needs... I'm going to just sneak behind Sally's back because Sally doesn't want to do anything. Look, I'm going to even say Sally has a clown of threesome. Sally has a clown of opening a relationship, swinging. Sally don't want none of that shit. She wants missionary on her back. And that is it. <sighs> Boring. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, Sally has the clown. So, Darnell Darnell has decided that he is going to go behind Sally's back and he is going to go find those whores. Okay, because that is what he is desiring right now. He has blue balls. Sally is not doing it for him. But then, boom, Sally finds out about Darnell and these whores and she decides to leave. Hmm. So Corinne Stephens example, she used the same example, similar, not the same fucking names. And um, she was literally saying like, y'all, y'all say fuck the hoes. We don't want no hoes. But at the end of the day, you get the good girl and she can't even satisfy those needs for you. Now you're bored. Now you're cheating. And now your whole relationship has been fucking destroyed. But you, for some odd reason, I think it's societal reasons, because again, in the the episode that I, I posted this past Saturday, um, my trans woman interview, 
I really want y'all to listen to some of those parts about evaluating why you think or why you hold certain beliefs. I feel like that's something we all need to do and all benefit from. And I know I've been doing that in my current life and it has really helped me out. Because some things I find out that I I have believed or standards I've uphold for societal reasons, not because of my own belief. So just want to put that out there. But and I feel like society is one for promoting the virgin whore dogma. A lot of men run with that. And again, like her friend Stefan says, and this is true because it has happened. We've seen it with people you end up with somebody who doesn't satisfy you sexually. I'm not saying sex is like the, you know, the most pertinent thing in a relationship, but it is important. And there are some nice quote unquote, because I'm going to use quotes because at the end of the day, as much as I throw out a term hoe, nobody is really a fucking hoe in reality. Like I already stated earlier, sex is a natural human um, behavior. Okay, some people like to have a little more sex. Some people like to have a little less sex. Doesn't all, doesn't mean that you are necessarily a bad or good person, okay? You live in your life and doing what's best for you. Just do it with consenting adults, not children, not fucking animals, and practice safe sex and get tested. That's pretty much it. Pass that. Just be a good fucking person. But yeah, we see men do this. At the end of the day, it's because y'all hate the hoes. You chasing the fucking good girl who in reality is really not for you. I mean, I know for me, shit, I'm not, look, I'm not looking at the virgin whore dogma, okay? I, I need the... The nasty partners. <laughs> Besides, I know even on a vanilla tip when I'm dating somebody, I'm not saying that you got to try everything in the motherfucking world, but I am not interested in closed-minded people at all. Um, I think about the example of people going on vacation. Say we, we going to Thailand and Lord knows I love some fucking Thai food. Um, but we go to Thailand and I'm with somebody and I'm like, oh yeah, we about to get all this motherfucking Thai food. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm 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 actually sitting here twerking and shaking my ass because I'm thinking about Thai food. My gosh, I love fucking food. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we about to order all this Thai food. And my partner say some bullshit like, oh, I'm getting some chicken tenders and fries. Oh, hell no. I am sorry. This relationship is over. Because what the fuck? I hate people who don't try new things. Not hate, but I just strongly dislike that. Like, boring. So yeah, it ain't gonna work for me in the bedroom either sorry so yeah we wouldn't really be compatible and i think that's the same example she's using but there was like whoever posted the the clip of it was going off saying these fucking nasty hoes y'all have no respect for yourself and shit like that what because she's being fucking real yes sex is still an important concept of the relationship it's still an important thing so yeah if you with somebody who's not sexually compatible um that might end up eventually being a fucking problem (laughs) but i digress Anyways, y'all, I don't know how long I've been fucking ranting and raving. I just be going motherfucking crazy, but I'm happy for this fucking energy today because like I said, I tried to record this episode weeks ago. I fucking cried and gave up. So today I like that I'm up and I'm about it, about it, about it, about it. <laughs> okay, y'all, let's get, let's get into the fetish of the week and I wish somebody would have fucking corrected me this is not a daily podcast so why the fuck have I been saying the fetish of the day the fetish of the day bitch it's the fetish of the week okay it is motherfucking Saturday when y'all hear this shit so hmm, woo bitch the fetish of the the week I gotta correct myself already the week today let me tell y'all this one is pretty like it's not a common occurrence but it's some it's a word that I'm pretty sure most of y'all are familiar with if you like watch crime shows or shit like that. Um, but I cannot lie. Why the fuck did I have to research this to talk about it on the podcast? Because it was horrible and it was traumatizing. Okay, this was this was definitely not I don't say more traumatizing than the um plushophilia shit when we talk about the plushies. Not more traumatizing because I didn't have visuals with this. 
And I would hope to never have visuals, but somebody has told me that unfortunately due to the internet and having the dark web and just those dark corners of the internet that we unfortunately have, um, there are visuals of this and I pray to fucking God I never get that far in the damn hole of the internet that I would ever see this. So the fetish of the week is fucking necrophilia. So for those of y'all who don't know what necrophilia is, necrophiliacs like fucking dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah, fucking dead bodies. Um, now, mind y'all, I did the research and I just like was looking at like psychology um, articles and scholarly journals and shit like that. Bro, the umbrella of necrophilia go too fucking deep. It start going into sexual cannibalism. Then like the cannibalism start going deeper between like people who prefer certain kind of fucking tissue. I said, bitch, what the fuck? Like it's certain types of motherfucking cannibals out here. I just was so fucking shook. Like I did not know it was certain types of cannibals. But um, yeah, apparently there are multiple types of cannibals. Like, you know, some people like, you know, like fresh tissue. Some people like their tissue cooking a little bit um people are just fucking wild but the thing that like really gets me with necrophilia is okay this is gross and please god i don't i hope no necrophiliacs are listening because bitch i'm calling the motherfucking police but okay if you hypothetically were a necrophiliac how do you choose who you gonna screw because my I'm, I'm thinking in my head because that's what they were saying like most of the time people who are necrophiliacs either work around dead bodies so like cemetery morgue shit like that okay so we know it's gonna use some creepy ass nigga he going to the cemetery okay bitch how do you know where to dig to find the fine ass bitches because god forbid you dig up somebody's grandma how the fuck is that going to work? Like, how do you know where the fine ass bitches are laying in rest that you want to smash? Or do you just not care? Is dead just fucking dead? Like, that is my main question. I mean, besides, how the fuck do you be finding out that you are a fucking necrophiliac? Like, that's my main thing. Like, how the fuck did you find that shit out? Like, when did you discover that you like dead bitches or dead niggas? Even though that they, hold on, wait, you know, no shame against men. Even though they said mostly, more commonly, and again, this is not like a hugely occurring thing that happens. But um, they say most of the time necrophiliacs are men. Just saying, it's no man hate. But yeah, that's my question. If you in a cemetery, you know, to pick up partners, how do you know where to dig up the fine ass bitches? Or let me put this out there too. Some necrophiliacs actually prefer, and this, like I said, it's different types of cannibals. It's a different type of necrophiliacs. Some of them niggas like fucking bones. Bones. Yes, bitch. And I had so many fucking questions because what the fuck can you do with a fucking pile of bones? Like, are you going to hump the pile? The one place my mind went, and Lord forgive me, was are you going to stuff one up your ass? I know that was a lot to fucking say. <laughs> but... Think about it. Think think about it. How the fuck are you attracted to or even going to fuck a pile of fucking bones? And how, do you, again, this is my main question every motherfucking week when I do these fucking fetishes. How do you find out you into this shit? What moment did you know? Ooh, fuck them live bitches. I need some of them dead hoes. Like, when did you find that out? How? Did you fucking find that out? 
do I even really want to know the answer to that? Even though, like I always tell y'all, if shit Cyrus says become big, I do see myself like with those Dateline interviewers, like me at the prison. So, sir, yes, ma'am. When was the day you discovered that you don't prefer live bitches? Nay, nay, nay. You like them hoes dead. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna end it here. Until next time, y'all. <laughs>